With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Volume. Colin Cowherd podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. So I had a buddy of mine who I've known forever named Ron. Ron Pivo, I used to work with him in Portland. He was the weekend guy. I was the uh, weekday guy, sports guy. And he said, I, I bet I was. I would guess you do 80% football talk now. And I get that from time to time. People say, you know, you talk a lot of football. Folks, if I was in Canada, i talk 80% hockey. And if I was in London doing this, i talk 80% English Premier League. I wouldn't talk it if people didn't like it. Uh, and I've said this before. I, I watch a ton of actually, of baseball. I keep it on all summer. I've watched seven of the ten Dodger games. I've watched four Yankee games. I keep baseball on the television in my house all summer long. And when I get in the car, I turn on the radio and listen to baseball. But baseball doesn't promote its stars. So I cannot put that on a simulcast. It's ratings poison. Now, in October, I can. Or I can talk about the Yankees and the Dodgers. This week, I'll have a Dodger on the show, hopefully a Yankee soon. But when people say that, I go, I know, I, I understand. But if you own a grocery store, milk, eggs, and bread is 75 to 80% of what you sell. Stand in a line, look around. We're all, we're all going up there getting the same stuff. That's what you got to talk about. So if you're ever frustrated, my takeaway is, yeah, I know. Uh, last year, 72% of my show was NFL, college football, or the draft, which is, which is a combination of both. Here's the world I live in. The NFL draft beats the NHL, NBA, and baseball first and often second round playoffs. I wish I was kidding. The NFL draft, drafting college football players into a sport they've yet to play, 
will beat not just regular season games. It'll trounce regular season hockey, NBA baseball games. It will beat first round playoff action and in hockey, second round playoff action. That's what I'm dealing with. In the end, I talk about whatever you like. You peeps like football. I mean, a prime example, the Masters was a complete snooze. So now we re-enter a multiple year or perhaps forever new era of Tigerless golf. And watch the ratings come out today for the Masters. They will be terrible. So if they were great, I talk about it. When Tiger won, I talked about it. This weekend, Snooze City. It was good for about three minutes. And then the champ was good on 15, wrapped it up, and see you next year. All right, let's bring on my buddy, John Middlecoff, former NFL scout. Knows his shit. That's why I bring him on. Great guy to talk about. Drafts a couple of weeks out. Let's bring on John. All right, Middlecoff, you're a huge golf fan, so I'm going to float a theory to you. One of our producers, and Andrew Sampson, throw this out. This is pretty interesting. So, as a broadcaster, you know when it's a big day. Like, Monday after the Super Bowl, I, I'm ready to go. Now, this year I was had a physical thing. But you, yeah, but you know when it's a big broadcast, right? There's a big difference between doing Tuesday night with the Nuggets and then the NBA Finals. And broadcasters aren't the same every night. You try to be professional. But like Joe Buck and Aikman were great for the Super Bowl the, the year Fox had it because they'd already seen – all the pieces before the game started, you know, they, they, they got a heads up on the quality of the production and you're going for Emmys. You know, everybody in the world's watching this. So Samson came up with this and it, it, it's interesting. I'm sure you watched some of the masters. I tried to stay awake through it, ended up going to Dodger baseball, but the guys in the truck know when it's going to get a bad rating and the broadcast suffers when it's a yawner. It's not that they're trying to be less talented, but the replays are late. They miss stuff. When Tiger a couple years ago on Sunday with eight holes to go is leading, those guys, women in the truck know the world is watching. When it's a yawner, <laughs> people in the truck know four hours before it ends, this is just dead. The theory is the Masters, when it's boring, the telecast is worse. Well, it feels like another golf tournament. I mean, it feels like the Sony Open. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it just, I mean, the one thing they have is the views, but most people now with technology, you notice Thursday, Friday, it's not like it's your first time watching on Sunday. So if it's boring, you'll just change the channel. It was bad. I mean, part of bad. Part of what you know you do, and I, I, lucky enough, I get to do now is react to stuff. If you do call a game, you need the game to be good, right? It's easier yes. to call the Iron Bowl when it's a tight game in the fourth quarter. If the game's a snooze... I mean, they kept going today. Hideki Matsuyama, first ever Japanese player to win a major. They kept using the Japanese calls. And it's unique, but part of it is they have nothing else to talk about. I mean, he's he's That's rolling right. to the win. Uh, they, they've had historic finishes there, and it usually does, because there's drama on the back nine, there's water, but it, this was bad. And it, the Masters yeah. really controls... Not that Jim's really pushing the envelope with things he's going to say, but they're a little hoity-toity there, right? I mean, they call the fans patrons. Like, it's it's a stiff, stiff broadcast. And I'm a golf guy, but yeah. it's, it's yeah. a little cheesy. No, I mean, I always think Nance does a great job setting stuff up, but he's been doing this too long to know. It's a yawner, and it was, and it felt like another golf tournament, yeah. which is the worst thing you could say about a major. Uh, it just, it, 
it was I turned to baseball. I went and watched six innings of the Dodgers, who, by the way, we're looking at potentially as good a baseball team as we have had in 20 years. You think they're I mean, it's, good? it's incredible. I mean, they didn't play Bellinger, Mookie Betts. It doesn't matter. It's insane. They put so much money into the minor league system, research and development. Everybody they call up works instantly. Everybody. They call guys up. They're all good. You know, I, I'm a big Giants fan. I mean, their record's good, but they're not any good. I end up watching a lot of Yankees games. Aaron Judge is from uh, Fresno State guy. And I know people that know him well. I, I like watching the Yankees. And you've always I mean, their brand yeah. is big. They feel big. They're a flawed team. Every guy is swinging out of their shoes trying to hit bombs. The thing that the Dodgers <laughs> do well, they can hit home runs, but they run. They play defense. They're just a well-rounded team. And that's why yeah. they're gonna. it's going to translate. Like The Yankees are never going to win big in October. They can't hit a guy over with two outs. They all strike out. They can't. I know it. <laughs> you know? Dodgers are great situationally. They're great with power. They're great with average. They got power arms. I mean, their bullpen's probably not top four or five in baseball, so they'll leak some runs in the back end. But I've watched – they've had ten games this year. I've watched parts of seven. They have trailed once. Yeah. And that was an A's game that that the A's won in in the ninth. They are – they are and and they have one of the great front offices, so they make transactions at the trade deadline. They're so well, think good. about this, Colin. If you give the smartest guy, and they say that Friedman is arguably the, one of the smartest guys in baseball, money and resources, kind of a wrap. Part of what Bill Walsh kicked everyone's ass in the '80s, his owner was spending more money than everyone else. You give the right. most talented coach or GM all the resources you need, it, it's it's turning into not very fair fight out here. No, it's not. All right. Um, John, of course, the former NFL scout. So the Aaron Rodgers Jeopardy thing. Um, so when I moved to Vegas years ago, <laughs> I was, you know, 20-something, early 20s. And I wrote about this in my first book, You Heard Me. Um, I first got there, and I was a huge Pac-12 football fan, Washington Husky fan. And then I'd go bet on the Huskies. And if they did lose, it ruined my weekend. I lost my bet, and my team lost. And so I started buying what I thought of as sports insurance. I always bet against my favorite team. So if they lost, I won money, mostly, not all the time. And if they won, I was happy. And I wasn't making, I made $7,800 my first year out of college, $11,800 my second. And that, that wasn't a lot of money 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did is I always felt like I was, um, I was buying insurance, emotional insurance. And I said it this week about Aaron Rodgers. You can, when you're faced with a, a, um, a challenge, you can do two things. You can deny it or you can create a new reality. So Aaron Rodgers has now been with Green Bay forever. He can deny that they're never really going to go and be aggressive with free agency. They're just not. Even when his salary was small, they're just not. Yeah. Or he can create a new reality or what I would call mental insurance. Well, Green Bay, you're kind of into me. And so I'm kind of going to be into you. I want to do Jeopardy. And I think it's it's actually from a mental health standpoint, what Aaron's saying is, you're into me. You are into me like 90%, 85%. Tampa's 100% into Tom, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I'm going to be 90%, 85% into you. And I'm going to do Jeopardy. And I really, not that, I, not that he doesn't want to do it. But if they went out and kept Corey Lindsley and they got J.J. Watt and they kept J Jared Cook and they and they kept I don't think he'd do it. I think he would feel like, hey, they have completely committed to me. I'm not going to be disrespectful. But I think part of him saying, F you, 
you guys draft a quarterback instead of get players. We got dogged by the Niners twice, so I'm kind of going to be into you. Yeah, I think it's human nature to be spiteful after that moment that happened to him last year with the court, drafting the quarterback uh, because the way the, the NFL works, and I would say, I mean, I've been in businesses you're, where the management that believes in you and when management leaves that may not think the same about you, you can tell the difference. Even if you're a quarterback making $30, $35 million, he went through it. Here's the sad part. He's a cheat code in this offense, Colin. This offense, which has taken the league by storm, the Shanahan zone, you know, running game, embracing the running game, the boot, the play action stuff. It's Jared Goff. Sean McVay couldn't get rid of Jared Goff fast enough because he's going, I'm getting guys wide open and you can't hit just basic throws. Well, this offense gets guys wide open. You have someone as talented as Aaron Rodgers, you run away, win the MVP. With ease. I mean, it wasn't really a competition by the end of the year. But like you said, the organization, we needed a, we needed a wide receiver. We still need a wide receiver. And what do, we, what do we have to show for? Just Devontae still. And I, what's he supposed to do? Because this isn't the NBA. He can't just pound. They, they just say, screw you, kick rocks. We're not trading you. This isn't like Kyrie Irving. I got to go. And they trade him. That's not the way football works. <laughs> so he's kind of stuck. And, he's, and Aaron Smart, he understands that. His contract still has a couple years. So he has to make the best of it. I, I, I like that, the analogy you use. I, I think there's truth to it. I also just think that the Jordan Love moment for a guy who has been anointed, even they think he's better than Favre. He basically has the same resume. They both won one uh, you know, Super Bowl. But when they did that, and then for that kid to show up, and let's face it, he stinks. He did at least his first year. He couldn't beat out the backup quarterback. Reports where he couldn't, I mean, skipping ball. It was atrocious. That that to me, if you're Aaron, is Lafleur and Gudikins. You, you it'd be hard to look at them the same, even though that you know that they need you and they can backpedal now and say that we're all in on Aaron. Like I, I saw your true colors. You thought I was done, right? That that happened a little bit to Tom, and he never forgot it. Ultimately, Jimmy right. got pushed out of town. They still won, and Tom always wanted to leave because I I can't imagine at that level you win that big. You feel you've carried the franchise? I mean, part of the thing with McCarthy was like, you know, I think this guy's the meathead. I'm the brains behind it. And we're always, you know, who's telling the truth here? And it kind of, Aaron, you know, that aged pretty well for Aaron, right? The McCarthy thing. And clearly the floor, I think the floor's good. And the offense is fantastic for Aaron. And Aaron knows that. But the, it's not like they surround him. I mean, look at the Niners. are constantly just chasing players, trying to do stuff, yep. adding offensive players. Look at Sean McVay, adding guys, doing whatever it takes. Maybe that's out of Gudikins and LaFleur's hands. I mean, I'm sure it is just their ownership situation, but it's not ideal for having just this transcendent talent now who's back in the peak of his powers. You know those hot takes you post on social media? Well, now you can win up to $5,000 when you put those takes to the test on FanDuel. It's a new game called Over Under, and it's absolutely free to play on FanDuel. Here's how it works. FanDuel will set lines on things like total points or three-pointers made during every NBA on TNT broadcast. All you have to do is pick over or under for every prop. Your picks could win you a share of $5,000 during every contest. FanDuel's the exclusive home for over-under, and it's available in all 50 states, so you can play from anywhere. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash over-under and sign up now if you have not done so already, you create a new FanDuel account if you don't already have one. It takes less than two minutes to sign up. Then put your takes to the test during every NBA on TNT broadcast at FanDuel.com slash over under. 
They can be worth up to $5,000. Age and location restrictions apply. See FanDuel.com for terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have... Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So I was told this weekend, and uh, it is shocking. I have said this. We got five quarterbacks that are going the first round. My prediction is the two that will be successful, Trevor Lawrence and whoever the Niners take. Yeah. I've been told, and I was a denier, they're taking Mac Jones. And it wouldn't be who I would take, but I do think he will be somewhat successful because it's a perfect situation. Now, do I think, you know, the other guys could be more successful? Well, but we'll never know, right? It's like, you don't know the president you don't elect. You don't know how it would have been, right? Better yeah. or worse. The girl you don't so date, don't whatever. Know. Yeah, you have no clue. Right, right. So I do think Mac Jones, because it's perfect, will have some success. I don't I don't see Super Bowl success, but you're in the Bay Area. A source I trust now says it is a 80-20 Mac Jones lead. Well, I, I just want to start with this. He is known as the guy with the highest floor of that group, of Trey Lance, of Justin Fields, and Mac Jones, there's no such thing as a high floor for a quarterback prospect unless you're like Andrew Luck, maybe Trevor Lawrence, right? The bust potential on quarterbacks is really high because most of them, it typically is intangible, right? It's his work ethic, his ability to process, his ability to handle the pressure, the pressure that comes at being drafted number three. And then on top of that, if you don't have great physical tools, with Mac by far has the least physical uh, the best, you know, if you just rank the physical skill set of the top five guys, he's the bottom. And I don't think it's really close. I actually yeah. think, Colin, they're going to take Trey Lance. Uh, I talked to an NFL exec this week who thought when you watch Trey Lance, the things he does well, throw on the move. Physically, what Kyle's talked about are big, high-end athletes. If you had your choice, he went on record a couple weeks ago when they made the trade and said, if you could choose, which we kind of can now, you ideally always take the bigger, faster, stronger guy. And if you yeah. look at the guys on Kyle's teams, even historically that they've had success with, Julio Jones, Trent Williams, who the Shanahan's drafted, and then he brought back. Trent Williams is six foot six, three hundred thirty pounds, runs like a running back. Took a year off, came back, made a Pro Bowl. Like those are Kyle Shanahan is known for this. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins was a fourth round pick. They just mortgaged the entire future, picked twelve, two other first rounders. That would be like taking your entire life savings and then just investing it into like a pretty safe ETF. Right. Usually when you take your entire life savings, you would take a pretty big risk on something like it was, it's to take a pretty bold move if you're going to take all the money and make the move and let it instead of just letting it sit there. Because I would say Mac Jones every single year, there are Mac Jones in the second and third round. And if you got right. Kyle Shanahan, wouldn't you just use that value to do that? They did try to do that three, four years ago with C.J. Beathard, a plug and play pro style quarterback from Iowa. High floor colony was terrible. So to me, the more I've talked just to different people in the league, if you read what Kyle has actually and listen to what Kyle's actually said, now that doesn't mean anything at this time of year. People lie. To me, Trey Lance, high character guy, represented by Tom Condon, who represents the Mannings, the Breezes, the Staffords, all the high level guys, is only 20 years old, who is just this raw product that you have a lot to work with. If you are gonna keep Jimmy which, again, they might be lying, but if they truly take them at their word, they would keep them. Wouldn't Trey Lance be the guy that you kind of work with, keep behind Jimmy for a year, see how it goes? He's only started a year. You don't know how he's going to look. Because if you take Mac Jones, 
if they do that, which I, I, I definitely think is a possibility, uh, I think he has to start. You can't take the highest floor guy and then have him sit for a year. What the hell are we doing, right? That guy would have to play immediately if you take Mac Jones. If you take Trey Lance, you, you can justify it to people. I think if you take Mac Jones for everything Kyle has built around here, and he has a lot of equity, people think very, very highly of him. Even though when you look, he's only had one successful season. But if you watch him every week, and last year they won six games, he was fantastic. He, he, was, he was excellent given how many injuries they had, how Jimmy disappeared for all these games. I think he would lose a lot of that the moment he took Mac Jones. Now, ultimately on draft night, nothing doesn't mean anything. You, you win games, no one will care. But I think people would question, I think it would be one of the most arrogant picks in the history of the league. See, that's what I said. It's like, it's, it's like what the Bears did with Trubisky. When people, there are scouts that think Mac Jones is a third-round pick. There were guys that didn't think Trubisky was a top three-round pick. When scouts are divided and you trade multiple firsts to move up, that's like what Josh McDaniel did with Tebow. I'm smarter than all you guys. It's like, no, 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 no. If you want, if you can draft Mac Jones at 12, that's one thing. If you trade multiple firsts, you're saying he's a generational talent, aren't you? Yeah, two, twofold here. Who would the Rams in Seattle sign up for them to take? It'd have to be Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Over, over Justin Fields or Trey Lance and their potential, right? They would much rather have a guy. The Niners have kicked the Rams' ass the last two years. They beat them four straight games because Jared Goff can't scr- he can't move. And the Niners have a you know vicious pass rush. They're just aggressive on defense, and they ate him alive. Well, what Jared Goff, he's long gone. They want a guy with a little more athletic ability, a little more playmaking ability. Russell Wilson has kicked the Niners' ass for almost a decade because he's just so mobile. Kyle's now had a front-row seat for four years. And here's the other thing. To me, Kyle's stubbornness, if he were to take Mac Jones, which, again, I am hesitant to think that it's just some lock because he's had a four-year front-row seat. And when he got the job, his experience was based on having success with Schaub, and then he loved Kirk Cousins, and then Matt Ryan. But then he had four years to kind of live with a Jimmy, who's kind of in that type mold. Not as good as Matt Ryan, but probably similar to Kirk Cousins, and it's been up and down. Even when they were good, he had one of the best teams in the league. Jimmy wasn't one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he was fine. He was like a game manager, top 10 to 15. You went through four years of seeing all this. He's got his ass kicked by Mahomes in the Super Bowl at the end, lost Super Bowl. Last year, Josh Allen put on a clinic against him. Kyler's given them fits for a couple years, and then you make this decision? Like, part of being a head coach is you get to learn, right? You get to kind of see the whole thing, take a step back. You're evaluating offense and defense. Who in your division? You're not just the offensive coordinator. You're thinking about the quarterback on the other team. You know what works. That's part of what makes Belichick so special. He plays the CEO, but he's also that he also can coach every position and understands it all. And I think Kyle gets kind of labeled as that type guy, too. I, I, I just... It would be nuts. Now, could they have success with Mac Jones? For sure, because Kyle's a great coach. That's what I think. Offensive weapons. But yes. to me, that just because a guy has a high floor doesn't mean he's going to be good. You know, I mean, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has had success, but do we all believe if Josh Allen was in Minnesota, they'd be better? They'd be way better. Yes, of course. And, and Kirk Cousins, part of it, it took him a long. Like he's, I give him credit. Last year, he was pretty good. He had one of the best rookie wide receivers we'd ever seen. Dalvin Cook is probably a top two running back last year in the league. Yeah, yeah. Thielen's a stud. Uh, they have good tight ends. Their, their coordinators the last couple of years have been good. They've just been a high-level offensive operator. And Cousins is solid. Cousins is also 30, 31 years old. He, remember when he was like 24, 25? We were like, God, this guy, what are we doing here? If you, yeah. If, but Kirk Cousins was a fourth-round pick. 
if Mac looked like that at 24-25, and you go, well, you just traded th- three first-rounders for this guy? Part of trading two first-rounders for Matt Stafford is just knowing we got a guy that can do a lot of different things. And you know that. Part of Mac Jones is like, you traded your, your life savings for that? It, it, it is. You know, the other, and now, and, and let's, so let's say they do that. Let's say it goes Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones. So it's interesting. I don't think Atlanta needs a quarterback, and they obviously are a mess defensively. But then Justin Fields from Georgia falls to four, and there's going to be media pressure. And to me, I don't want to be in that spot if I'm Atlanta and not take him. And I've said this. Sometimes in life you do something to protect yourself. Yeah. Right? You just, okay, you just, you just, you just protect your career. You take, you know, it's, it's years ago I had Mark Warkentin told me this. If, if you're a coin flip on an international player and a guy that was great in March Madness and you, your scouting department is coin flip, you take the guy that was great in March Madness. Yeah. Because the owner watched be, him play. He'll be cool with it, yeah. The owner will be like, well, and then you can go five years later and go, you know, I mean, you saw him. He was unbelievable. The international guy bombs. It's like you're going to have to really fight for your – so you do it. You, if it's a coin flip, you take the kid from Kansas over, you know, the Ukrainian forward if yeah. you think they're just even. And I and and I think it was I think it was Mark who talked about kind of the gamesmanship of who you have to draft, and it may not have been Mark, but it was. I was told that by somebody that if it's a coin flip, and the owner's barking at you, <laughs> take the guy the owner watched. Well, it's why Justin Fields right now is the easy pick for the the Niners would get the fans would celebrate it, Atlanta would celebrate it. To me, he has a little bit of an NBA type feel to him. Ohio State five star, we've seen him, and he's talented. So no one's going to hate it on draft night. Now, but if Atlanta's not at four, they've traded out. Yeah, then you can't say anything. And they, and they get three firsts, nobody's going to say anything because they'll be a better football team. Arthur Smith, the new coach, will make Matt Ryan better. And if you get three, four picks, so to protect yourself as a general manager, I don't want to be at four and Justin Fields is available. Your thoughts on that? I don't hate it. Uh, I, I, I think that it... If you think Arthur Smith is really good, and he was excellent the last couple of years in Tennessee, like he was yeah. big time, you feel with Matt Ryan and the offensive pieces you have, <clears throat> and if you get the pick right at four, maybe you could compete for the playoffs, right? You could compete to win nine, ten games, then no one will care. I, that would be the way you would try to justify it, that our offense is going to be so good. We get Arthur in here. If he's singing Matt Ryan's praises, that Matt Ryan, I think, is headed toward the wrong, you know, you know, his trajectory's pointing down, not up anymore, which... I think we've gotten spoiled with Tom, who's 43 and just keeps going strong. Like, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, like, that's usually what it looks like at 38, 39, 40. Ben Roethlisberger, like, th- this is, I mean, when when you were a kid at, like, 32, they started getting old, right? In the 70s and the 80s, now it's, like, 39, 38, 40. Like, that's not normal. Now, Matt Ryan's 35, going to be, I think, 36. Maybe you can justify he still has some good football, but that'd be risky because if it doesn't go well, like you said, and you did not take him and you take, let's say, a tackle or let's say you take Kyle Pitts and Matt Ryan is just meh and that kid goes, someone trades up and gets him and he's good, it's hard to shake because back to the Niners, whoever you don't take and goes after it, you saw last year with Miami and Tua, that next guy is part of that kid's conversation. Like part of Tua's conversation is Herbert. Part of whoever the Niners take 
the two guys they could have taken, if one of those two guys becomes good, is part of the conversation. That's like the elephant in the room. It's part of being a really high pick, is usually sweet players go after you, and they, they get associated with your name. We could have had so-and-so, and that sometimes gets coaches fired. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. 
LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You know, it's interesting. I was just, next year, this is a great quarterback draft. We all know that. Next year is not a great quarterback draft. Keaton Slovis is the quarterback at USC. Yeah, Many people are saying he's one of the two best quarterbacks. Well, Slovis, um, likable kid, throws a nice ball, does not have a huge arm, is not a great athlete. His greatest asset is he walked on as a true freshman and just looked like he belonged. No nervous feet. He's got kind of a cool... Kind of unfazed by pressure. It's very noticeable. Showed up at the pro day he, for those guys. I saw throwing at the pro day. I like that guy. Yeah. Now, he gets hurt. Yeah. He's not a great athlete. He's got an average arm. He's considered the number one or the number two quarterback. JT Daniels out of Georgia, who was at USC, is in the top three. He's done nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I keep saying this. I was shocked more people weren't in on Darnold. And my takeaway was... If you were Washington or Chicago and you can't get one of these guys, what's on the market next year? There's not Darnold would easily be the top quarterback in next year's draft. He's 23. Um, so in Carolina, and I kind of got that one right. I kind of predicted Carolina. I, I was surprised Washington didn't go after him. I was surprised Chicago. I was surprised Denver. Um I mean, your takeaway on Darnold to Carolina, I think it's going to work to what level. I don't know, but I think it'll work. I, I think sometimes it probably works for any walk of life being in a negative situation, whether it's, you know, a bad relationship that all your you know people in town know about, whether it's a business that goes wrong, whether it's a situation like the Jets that is just a dumpster fire. You get associated with that, even if you might have been somewhat innocent in the situation. Now, he made some bad plays throughout his time. But let's face it, the Jets were an abomination. Their GM, before Joe Douglas got there, was a laughingstock of the league. Adam Gase became legitimate. Like, he didn't talk with other people. Like, the, the, how uncomfortable from people that I talked to in that building of just the way he operated was a joke. And you put a guy who's a high-level, everyone likes him, who's like best friends with Josh Allen, who, again, went to a great place, a high-functioning place, and has a lot of success. Now, I'm not saying Darnold has the same skill set. Josh is more talented. But I, I think that that, like, he got, like Adam Gase, almost had the Jets stink on him, where I bet a lot of people just three years ago loved him. Had maybe not top five grades, but let's say a guy would have taken him no problem at pick 12 or 15 or whatever. And then just three years later, yeah, we don't, he's not worth the second round pick. Where it's going to come back to bite him. Because how often do distressed assets go for cheap and like oh if I could have bought that building it was so cheap well yeah I mean we all knew it this guy was right here he was there to be had to me you're gonna take Zach Wilson who has spent his entire life in Utah who came out of nowhere his first two years weren't great he had some character would be strong but like Josh Rosen just bump heads with people had just a good self opinion right of himself and just kind of cocky and he's just gonna you're just gonna take him out of a lifetime Utah guy to New York City? Small town Utah guy into BYU. So one he's thing, been protected. One thing for Sam Darnold, he had no issues with dealing with New York, 
right? It was just the, 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 the football situation. I got the mono, but I mean, that probably could happen to anybody. I think that's a pretty bold move. And the, I talked to someone who worked with Joe Douglas and I said, why would Joe be so head over heels? Cause Robert Sala is not making this pick. The GM is. And he said, well, Joe was born and raised in the Ravens culture. And in the Ravens culture, Ozzie Newsome, Billick, those years with Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, they draft Suggs, even Flacco, Anquan Bolden. Like, they like cocky. They kind of like that. And he's like, I bet Joe kind of likes that about Zach Wilson. And it just shows you, like, depending on how you kind of come up and then become a GM, we all look for different things in different players. I mean, you you look at different things in players than I would. It's just people we've been so We talked and taught us the game and the way we think about it. And he just likes that. I think it's a huge stretch. On top of this, he played this season. Typically, BYU has a good schedule, right? They're playing a ton of Pac-12 schools. They just play powerhouse. They, they have no problem playing anybody. Well, that wasn't possible this year with Corona. They played a schedule full of nobodies. And he was he was the best player every time they got in the field. That's a big projection. I mean, there's a big difference between playing Brian Flores and Sean McDermott in September than playing, you know, Nevada and New Mexico back-to-back weeks, right? And, and, and the pressure of New York. There's also this. I had someone in the league tell me this, and it was a good point. He said, time zones are a big deal for rookie players. Because if you're on, if you're in Philly or Washington or New York and things start going bad, well, if you want to call a guy, if you get up and you got some time and you want to call someone, well, they're not up. Like your family, maybe your ex-girlfriend, maybe your good friend still on the team. Your times are all off. If it's six o'clock and you're at home, well, it's three o'clock. Your buddy might be at practice. Your dad's at work or whatever. It's harder to have that support system when you're three time zones away from where you grew up. And it can feel very lonely in these negative areas, like negativity. I live in the Bay area. You live in LA. It's not that negative about like the Lakers or the Niners or the Giants. It's just, it's easy. Well, people are happier out West because the weather's better. You know what I mean? It's, the anger sells. Anger sells in New York and Philly and Boston. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah, and I think it can overwhelm these. Like in Utah, it's happy. And you play at Cal or you play at USC, it's a happier place. You go out there, it's people are pissed off. And I think it can overwhelm a guy. He can feel isolated. That there's no one. It's a huge jump, and it's hard enough as it is. Right? It's hard to make a jump from college football to to pro football. Let just in a vacuum by itself. When you start factoring all the other things, that's. I think that's a big stretch at two overall. I, I don't know. You know, John, you know what? The angry thing is funny. So I always had, here's one of my crazy theories. So when I was out east for 11 years, one of the richest communities in the East Coast is um, West Palm in Florida. It's like the uber rich, Mar-a-Lago, that kind of thing. I think you know, that's Palm where Jeffrey East. Lurie conducted all of his interviews for the Eagles. He has a house there. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at who owns the houses... They are litigators, huge lawyers, so you're fighting in court, or they're money guys, they're Wall Street guys, Yeah. where there's a winner and a loser. I buy a stock, you lose. It's very competitive out east. The money comes from traditional combative industries. Out west, where are the richest places out west? Um, you know, uh, Silicon Valley... Um, you know, Medina, Washington, Beverly Hills, who owns houses there? Tech, Hollywood. Um, those are creation businesses. People are happier. West Coast money, big money, comes from a happier place. Netflix, Hollywood, um, 
I mean, go up and down. Microsoft. Yeah. Google. Bring your dog to work. And I and I said this when I was out east. Um, it was a lot of people my age, thirty or forty. They were chasing their grandfather's or their dad's dreams for them. Out west, my buddies who have done well are chasing their dreams. Yeah. They, they're going after what they want. And it's interesting you mentioned that with Zach Wilson. Anger does sell. Boston, Philly, New York radio, anger moves. You listen to people calling those shows at 3.30 in the afternoon. Blue-collar guy is pissed. I turn on L.A. radio. People are funny. I know. They're happy. They're, they're like, you get genuinely funny calls. People aren't angry. sounds weird. You sound like, why are you so angry? It's 74 degrees today. So it is interesting when you get into that tunnel of anger in the East Coast, it can overwhelm you if you're a West Coast guy. I, I wouldn't have known. You always hear about it. But until you live out there, when I moved to Philly, I'd spent my whole life in California. It's it's like a different country, even though we're all Americans, we're all taxpaying citizens. No, we, we don't have that much in common. Now, if you're a aspirational individual, you actually, I know, I'm sure you can agree, you appreciate some of the elements over there. There's some urgency yeah. about everything, and I related a lot to certain elements of the people, but there is an anger level that is just does not parallel this area. And I think sports talk radio, I remember just turning it on while I was like in the office with the Eagles, and they were just every, it was relentless, win or lose. They weren't happy just because you win, and losses they kind of live for. When you lose on the West Coast, if the Dodgers won 75 games or the or the Golden State Warriors miss the playoffs, no one cares. You know what it is, John? Out here, it's not anger. It's indifference. It's apathy. Yeah. So when you lose out West, we'll just go to the beach. Yeah. There's other stuff to do. Like in Los Angeles, nobody's angry. It's just indifference. It's like, okay, we don't care. There is pressure to win in L.A. because people will stop coming to the stadium. But nobody's taking signs. No, I mean, they're mad in, in L.A. or in San Diego because the Chargers left. But you, it's not palpable. You don't feel it. See, I, th I think that's a benefit for Trevor Lawrence. <clears throat> the Jags, now that they get a real coach, much softer landing spot than the Jets for Trevor. You know, if, if Trevor was going to fail in the NFL, the Jets situation, first-time head coach, it could be overwhelming. The Jags, least relevant team in the league. Urban Meyer, just even though he's never coached in the league, he he knows what he's doing. Much softer landing spot. He actually got very lucky, I think, that it ultimately changed at the end of the season. He didn't end up having to go to New York. All right, buddy. So uh, I'm going to have a cocktail. I don't blame you. And then wake up. I, you know what? I had to sit through a couple hours of that boring Masters. You get a midday nap. A Dodger win. <laughs> <laughs> it's great talking to you. Thanks for coming on. See you, Colin. All right, that's my buddy John Middlecoff. Knows his stuff. Knows his stuff. We have uh, Drew Rosenhaus, the super agent, is going to be on this week. Oh, then we have a really good guest. Really good guest coming up. I'm not going to give it to you. Listen, there's no mystery. Why the hell would you listen? Got to give you some mystery, right? Life's better with mystery. Anyway, at The Volume Sports, Twitter and Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. Have a good Monday.
Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.